Welcome to our podcast, Ships on Fire. I'm Kilda. And I'm Jess. We know life is busy, it's flying by, and our schedules are full, which can make you feel disconnected. We believe your calendar of tasks doesn't deserve to get in the way of your relationship with God and others. We care about you, and we know it's not always easy, which is why our stories connect. We are grateful to spend this time with you as you pause from the busyness of life and move forward on the journey God has for you. Friend, let's take root and grow together as we set ships on fire. Hello, and welcome to another episode. We're excited that you are here today. And I don't know about you, but I have really enjoyed spending some time looking outside my windows and seeing all the wildlife, seeing all the birds, the squirrels, the dead animals. We've had some dead wild animals in our backyard, so that's been interesting. And I don't really like touching animals, so I had to pay my son to take the dead squirrel out of our backyard the other day. Anyways, that's another well, that's another podcast. But um, I have really enjoyed watching a lot of wildlife and a lot of flowers bloom, and it's been really neat to see. And I think about I wouldn't have probably noticed the stuff in the backyard or been able to see the stuff in the backyard if some of the stuff that I was doing before the quarantine happened wasn't taken away. So at first, it might have seemed like a punishment or not fair that some stuff was getting taken away. But for me personally, I feel like it's been such a blessing that some of the stuff has gotten taken away for me to notice some of the beautiful things in nature that I don't normally get to see. I don't normally get to stand and stare out my sliding glass window for hours at a time. And it's just been really cool to be able to do that the last couple months. Yeah, I've been on the bird kick much longer than you, Jess. I mean, much longer than this whole pandemic came. And I remember you actually made fun of me. <laughs> you remember that, right? Uh, in fact, you even said it's time to... I think you. it was something to the effect of, I've gone over the deep end if I get a bird bath. And guess who bought that bird bath? It was you. Yeah, we got a bird bath. But you came home with like a lot of bags of bird seed and a bird book that someone gave you. It went from nothing to tons of bird seed and a bird book all at once. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That goes out to Mike Jackson. Uh, Mike Jackson, if you're listening, we love birds. Thank you, brother. Yes, we do. They're awesome to watch. I can look at birds, you know. Uh, they're not worried, right? The Bible says that uh, the, the birds aren't worried for you know, for food and, and being provided for and whatnot. So, yeah, no, I love it. I mean, and then even looking at the Blue Jay, right? I look at the Blue Jay and he's so beautiful and, and great feathers. He's one of the nicer birds out there, yet he's a bully. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of how when Jesus talks about the scribes in Mark, uh, I think it's Mark 12, where he talks about, you know, warning against the scribes. But uh, yeah, all this to say, we've just been able to be at rest during this time, right? Taking time to sit down, relax, and just take in God's creation, take in God's beauty, especially now as it's getting hot, being able to embrace hot um, and the mugginess out there. But but yeah, so we want to talk about today just being at rest, finding rest, 
I know we don't do a good job of it sometimes, especially when it comes to Sabbath and having a, a Sabbath day. So um, I'm praying that maybe through this conversation today that even ourselves, we can create some type of Sabbath as as we've been you know, commanded. Yeah, I think a lot of the times when I, more so in the past than now, but have wanted to rest, I would put on maybe a movie or I would scroll on my phone on like Facebook or whatever and think that I'm resting. But at the end of the time that I'm actually thinking I'm resting, I I feel maybe more discouraged or anxious or more fears have come up or, you know, things that I didn't even know that I had can come up if I'm not resting in God and I'm resting in maybe more earthly things or I'm resting in myself. I think resting for me is one of those things that I think where I could tend to be, you know, self-reliant. Like my rest is all dependent on me to, to do that. And then I also think of when it comes to rest is there's that rest from work and then there's that rest in work. Which reminds me of, you know, when Jesus says, take upon my yoke, my burdens are light. His his yoke isn't like, he's not telling me to go to sleep and be not doing anything. It's, hey, you're in the act of work. Take upon my yoke because I need his strength. I, I hear that all the time lately. Actually, one of the phrases that's been coming up, a lot of friends would say is, man, I just haven't had time to recharge my batteries. Just that whole recharge. And I believe that's what rest can do for us. You know, that's why we, we do rest sometimes is just to, you know, we've, we've been so burdened with, with so much that's going on with work, with school, parenting, yard work, whatever it is, we keep ourselves so busy. And it's one of those things where, again, God tells us to take rest. And imagine if your boss one day came up to you and said, hey, just take the day off. But I don't think we live in that society now. It's actually all about, hey, work more, work more, work more. When I believe sometimes if you can work, not not work less, work more in peace, um, there's more more productivity. Yeah, I think of going, you know, you go to the, the source to get recharged. So like your phone, you have to go to the charger to plug it in to recharge it. So for me, I would go to the person that created me. So I would go to God because he's my power source and I would spend time with him so he can recharge me and fill me up with his truth and his word. And and then I can, then I'm fully charged and then I can go out into the world and do what it is that I'm supposed to do. So I just heard something that Lecrae said, and it really stuck out to me as I was just talking about, I need to get filled up in the Bible. It says to go make disciples. Making disciples was a command given to us far before technology was out. So we still need to reach out and we still need to make disciples. We need to tell the world how awesome Jesus is. And we don't stop, I don't stop the mission because of COVID. So spend some time, take some time, figure out your mission, and then 
get on mission and be on mission and don't take a break right now. I know for me, when I serve others, when I spend time discipling others, teaching others, when others spend time with me, it fills me up. And if I'm not doing that, I will slowly become miserable over time. So we need to not take a break from Jesus during this crisis. If anything, we need to be more on mission and we need to connect more. So it could and it probably will and it may look different than it did before COVID, but it doesn't mean that the command stops. I think we still need to, especially more than ever now, reach out to our to our friends and our family and, and check in on them. And you can still talk about Jesus. You can still share your testimony, your story with people through text, through phone, through email. Thinking about Jesus and how he walked everywhere, right? In his mission is he he walked everywhere. So I think about that when it comes to rest is walk in rest, right? Like, so take my time while I'm resting in the act of resting um, and then rest in walking. It's not rest from walking, right? Like like you said, Jess, the, the mission is still there. And that's the thing I think about like with, with Jesus is he could do what he did because he rested in the Father. I mean, think about this. Like he took on our burdens to lift the cross so that I could rest, you know, so you could rest. Yeah, he, he did that. He took upon that, that burden from us. And then he you know, again, he came to serve and he gave his life as a ransom. You know, how could he do that? I mean, the only way is to rest in the Father. Through that, he was humble. He was obedient. You know, he knew the mission and he rested in that mission. There's so many stories about him spending time and with his father and going, spending time alone with his father. And I think that's so important for us to remember even if it's just one minute a day, that's all you have, but dedicate that time to him and spend time with him and he will fill you up. And over time, it'll, it'll, you'll just crave more and more time spent with him. I've seen what a change it can do, what it has done in my life. So I pray and I hope that the more and more time that you spend with him, you'll see a change in your life and you'll, you'll want to spend more time with him. I think of that whole picture of, you know, the Holy Spirit in us, working in us. So like we talked about last week with Fruit of the Spirit, like it's not about my work and my works. It's about the Holy Spirit in me doing the work. And the only way I'm going to be able to do that is through the source. Um, Like you said, the other part of the source, I think about like at Walmart, you can over in the corner of the parking lot, they have the little charging stations for those electrical cars. I think about that, right? Like those cars have to go plug in or else it'll just stop. It won't serve its purpose of getting the person to their destination. So so yeah, I just think, think about that part of it's not about me having to do work. And, and I think that's where we've come if I think about it, I'm glad I've never, I mean, even coming up in religion, although not, I think about, yeah, there is that legalistic view that we talk about, right? I have to do X in order to get, and, and that's not it at all, right? So it's not about me having to put in the work to, to earn or burn, you know, because that's where legalism comes in. Again, it's, it's going to the source. And when I think about that, going to God's word, going to him in prayer, I do it because I want to, because I need to from a standpoint of I just need him to fill me up. But I can do it in rest rather than doing it out of 
obligation. Yeah, and I think about like trying to do so much stuff on my own. It's always been a lot harder and it always usually doesn't end well. So try to remember that you don't have to do stuff on your own and that God wants you to ask him, but you have to, we have to invite him in to whatever it is that we need help with. Do I see something that, you know, needs to get taken care of and I try to take care of it on my own and then I invite him into it or do I invite him into it first? It's who we are in Christ. We talk about that all the time and and who's we are. We serve a God who is the source of all power. He's a source of all glory. He's a source of all holiness. He's a source of just making us whole, making me whole so I can find rest in him so I can operate out of his power, not my power. But because of my brokenness, I you know, will tend to err on the side of self-reliance. I've been given that spirit of self-control, control from myself to allow the source to fill me up. And when I think about rest too, sometimes it can feel like torture, like having to pause or rest or do something that you don't necessarily want to do. So I think about as a parent, sometimes I have to take stuff away from my kids because I know it's best for them, even though to the child, it feels like torture. It feels like I'm a horrible parent. It feels like I'm ruining their lives. And I think sometimes that can happen with me or it maybe it's it's happened with you, something gets taken away that seems like it could be good, but God's thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not my ways. So he could take stuff away from us. It seems like pure torture, but it is ultimately what's best for us. So I think about right now, a lot of stuff has been taken from us and it could be something simple. It could be something major. But I think about that and I think sometimes it's good just to remember that God is in control. He really cares for us and has our best interests, you know, in his heart. He wants the best for us, really. Yeah, definitely reminded of what Psalm 23. So he leads me beside still waters. Actually, before that, he makes me lie down in green pastures. There's going to be times where he will allow me to make the decision and there's times where he's going to he's going to make me lie down near green pastures now my self-reliance may choose to not do that all the while i'm giving something up like laying next to green pastures i mean just laying in the grass and looking up at the sky and whatnot all the while i think well no i got to get this done or i need to do this and so taking all this in right now in this season that we're in is making us take this rest but to lay in green pastures not to miss out on something or to regret something or to feel guilty about it that's the other part i think I've been in there. Corporate America, I mean, taught me how to be feel guilty in rest when I would take a day off that was well-deserved after working long hours. I'd still feel guilty. And I think a part of that was internally in myself. But then sometimes you may work for someone right now that may make you feel bad if you don't come in or if you take that day off to go be with your family and If I think about it, it's like, well, what's more important, let alone I can come back to work the very next day, recharge, ready to rock and get more productivity. So just what happens if we don't take rest or don't find time for rest? So if I don't rest and I don't rest with God, 
I think that I can get really, um, I don't know, weary or frustrated a lot easier when it comes to maybe sharing the gospel with others. Maybe my tolerance isn't as as high. So my whole reason why I'm put here on earth is to share Jesus while while I'm here. So I want to be, I want to do a really good job at that. And I want to represent Jesus well, and I want a life so I can be most like him. You know, it's like they say, you're whoever you hang out with the most, you end up like the most. So I think it's like your top five that you hang out with the most, you'll end up like them. So if Jesus is in my top five Mm. of who I hang out with the most, then I will act like him. My life will mimic his life. And I and I heard this and I thought it was really, really good and really powerful. And I'm gonna share it with you. They said, When you get to heaven, you won't be able to lead people to Jesus. So make sure you're leading people to Jesus now. And I thought about that and I was like, wow, I really, I really want to make sure I'm leading people to Jesus now while I'm here. And I'm doing a really good job at that. So if I, yeah, if I don't spend time with him, my life is going to look way, way, way different. And I know, and I have a, a vision of what I would like my life to look like, I guess, you know, of course, God's plans are always different. But yeah, if I don't, if I don't recharge with him, then my life looks full of craziness and all about me and, um, and not, not so good. Yeah, wow, what a picture I think of, like you were saying, we're the subtotal of the five closest people we hang out with. So if I have Jesus as part of that five, it almost doesn't matter who the other four are. And actually, I can go hang out with a lot more people and share the gospel because Jesus is with me. And it's not by my might, but his might. So, and then you said that word weary, you know, the definition of the word weary is feeling or showing tiredness. So that's that fruit of the spirit, like without being at the source, I'm weary, meaning what I'm showing is tiredness. I'm showing lack of spending time with him, lack of being attached to the source, being attached to the vine. And, you know, then that's when people walk up, man, you look tired. Right. Yeah, I mean, like we're supposed to sleep. We we sleep. God is awesome, and He gave us, you know, we're supposed to get. He gave us rest. He gave us sleep. So what a nice God He is. He gives us rest. Like He gives us sleep. We have to, or we can't physically function. Like we actually probably could die if we don't sleep for a certain amount of you know time. But so He's He's gracious. He's good. He gives us these things. Yeah. And, you know, the last few things I can think of without taking that rest in him and being in him is nothing changes. You know, I've experienced that, experienced that personally. And I see others, you know, others that will tell me, you know, man, I want more. And then you, you give them more or you, you point them in that direction. And then they just kind of leave disheartened, kind of like the rich guy, you know, when Jesus told him what he needed to do, he just, he left disheartened. And I, I, I've experienced that many times when somebody comes to me, hey, Keola, you know, what do I need to do to to grow, to grow spiritually? And when I tell them, hey, just invest a few minutes, it's almost like they leave disheartened because it's like, well, I don't have two minutes to spare to spend time with the source, right? Another thing I think about is our faith doesn't grow. We're not spending time in the source, then our faith doesn't grow again. He is the vine. I am the branch. Apart from him, I am nothing. So abiding in him is making sure that I spend time. You know, I meditate on his word day and night, meditate on his instruction. And then the last thing, which is probably the most heavy, which I believe 
why we stay busy a lot of the times. It's because we're carrying burdens, we're carrying sin, we're carrying strongholds. So if I stay busy and do busy work, I can kind of avoid or walk away or not pay attention to that sin, to that stronghold and not not think about it. Or it just weighs so much on me that now I'm ridden with guilt and we know guilt is not from God. So again, when it comes times where if I'm carrying those chains of guilt, if I'm going to carry that you know, the weight of my sin, now I can rest in the confidence, take up on my yoke, my burdens are light. And it's like, and yeah, I can just break, break those chains. So I'm so glad that I'm able to walk in freedom because of what Jesus has done. Nothing that I've done. Real quick, back to what you just said a a second ago about like the, the sin and sin and stuff like that. I think um, the enemy is really good at making us think that certain things are okay because, well, did God really say that? You know, in the beginning in the in the garden, that's his first question. Did God really say that? So examine your life and areas in your life and things that you're doing. Just ask or go to the Bible and see if it lines up with God's word. I mean, his words are pretty clear in the Bible when you open of what he says. So if, if you have accepted Christ, you're a child of God. And I hope and I pray that that you know who you are because of whose you are. You know, I know who I am because I know whose I am. I am a child of God. You are a child of God. And, and I just pray that you know that deep down to your core that you are, you are his and, and he is yours. Oh, man. Good stuff. So as we close today, first of all, I want to just say that his presence of power is available to us at all times, anytime. We can walk up the corner of Walmart, plug in and get recharged. The Holy Spirit is Jesus in us. And I don't have to work to earn. All I have to do is believe and receive his power. Now, as we part ways today, I just want to pray with each other. Uh, I'm just convicted to pray for us as we just continue in this time. So let's pray. Father in heaven, God, we praise you. God, you are our source of power. You are our source of life. I pray for our friend that's listening right now that needs rest, that is finding life to be chaotic. Lord, we we take upon your yoke. Your burdens are light. God, we give all burdens to you. We give our sin. We give our strongholds to you, Lord. We ask for your forgiveness, and may we freely forgive as you have forgiven us. God, we thank you for what you've done on the cross. Jesus, you came to die. You lived a life that we couldn't live, that I couldn't live, and you died the death that we all deserved. But because of you, we can live eternity with you. All glory to you, God. The enemy has no dominion, no power, and we put our trust in you, and we lift you up, Jesus, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. We have enjoyed hanging out with you today. Please subscribe to Ships on Fire on your favorite podcast directory follow us on social media at ships on fire we are on facebook and instagram share your prayers with us in the prayer link in the show notes below and friend take root and grow